It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. We just happen to have a Hammond native on the line with us this morning, Chantry Banks. Good morning, Chantry. Harold, good morning. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, you were on our stations back um, on on the Coyote back uh, in what, – what, we were trying to figure out what years you were in school at Southwest. Okay, so I think around 99, 2000, I started – I think in spring of 99, uh, I started hanging out with old Casey Shepard. We all may remember uh, that woman. Uh, I have nothing <laughs> – I don't mean to say it like that, but she dragged me onto her radio show one morning on the Coyote and um, kept bringing me back. And then I kind of just warmed my way into the, the hearts and minds of, of right radio. And the next thing you know, uh, Todd has put me on um, weekends on Hot Mix 95.5, and that's, that's where it all started. Isn't that amazing? I mean, uh, and we had some great uh, times during those years. We had the Hot Mix. And we had the, uh, and that that was just sort of in its beginning stages at that point. Of course, Casey Shepard's gone on to be, she's uh, going to be the heir apparent of the Radio Oklahoma Network's ag team when Ron yes, retired. Yes, she so. um, has had an incredible career in radio, but of course my career has kind of diverged from radio. But it's where, I, you know, I was, a, I was a theater major there at Swatsu, my beloved Southwestern, and uh, my training at Swatsu and my training, my on-air, on-the-job training, Harold, at, uh, at the radio station really prepared me for, um, for this, this, these great careers that I've had the opportunity to have. So give us a little bit of your history. You graduated from Southwestern. You went to Florida for, to work on your master's. I did. I moved to, yeah, I moved to Orlando. I, I went to graduate school at University of Central Florida there in Orlando, where I continued my acting education and, uh, and worked at, uh, acted at several theaters down there in Orlando, uh, Orlando Shakespeare Theater and uh, the Orlando Repertory Theater, and, and had a great time. But, um, Harold, I, you know, there's, there's something about and you all know this, there's something about Oklahoma and Western Oklahoma uh, specifically that, that keeps drawing you back. And every time I would come home for a visit, I, uh, I saw changes and, and progress happening in Oklahoma. And I thought, finally, I, it's time to move back, be, be back closer to family and, um, and be a part of, be a part of what's, what's happening in Oklahoma. So you uh, actually did some Shakespeare Yes. Don't ask me. Do not ask me to do any this morning. I am not prepared for that, sir. <laughs> well, I, had, I, I did some Shakespeare at the, the theater, you know, when I was in college, and I had one line yes. in, the, in Richard III. I had one line. I, I, I was in 27 scenes. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the line? I do. do I'll line? never forget it. Uh, I was carrying, you know, Richard III was famous for, for executing people, you know, and killing yes. them off. And so I had to take this prisoner off to have him beheaded. And I said, come, come, dispatch, disbootless to disclaim. Oh, amazing. I mean, you, you could do it. I mean, you could do it again. You could probably do it if, if Southwestern did that show next season. I you could, could probably I, pick yeah, it right up, Harold, right. reprise the role. So do you have any, do you have any favorite lines? Uh, you know what, Harold, to be perfectly honest, um, when you are an intern at a Shakespeare theater, you're mostly relegated to um, second spear carrier uh, from the left. And the, those, were the, those were the roles I played. Um, and I cannot remember a single line that, that I had 
my time doing Shakespeare. <laughs> so uh, you're now in Oklahoma. I want to set the stage. You are just recently promoted. Uh, to give us your title and what you're doing. Absolutely. So after uh, a few years, a few career changes, I, uh, back in November, began a brand new career um, as the um, director of museums and historic sites uh, for the Oklahoma Historical Society. And I oversee 24 museums and historic sites across the state. That's a pretty amazing job, I would think. Very interesting. And one of those sites, I know at least one is in Western Oklahoma, and that's the uh, museum at Clinton, the Route Sixty. That's right. We have several out there, Harold, and but our I think our one of our one of our jewels in this uh, in our in our crown of, of museums and sites is the Oklahoma Route Sixty Six Museum there on Route Sixty Six in Clinton, and it's uh, it's you know our site director out there is. Pat Smith, and she is a, I'm sure you all know her, is a force of nature and and has been running that site <clears throat> since it opened back in the 90s. And she's a, and it's an, an incredible site. If you all have never had the opportunity to uh, to visit, I encourage you to to visit the Route 66 Museum. Uh, that's one. What what else do you have out in West? That, that, uh... Out West, you know, we've got um, up in uh, Kingfisher, which is kind of, uh, out there in, in in your neck of the woods, we have the uh, Chisholm Trail Museum and Horizon Hill. Uh, up north of there, we've got Sod House Museum, and then down in Altus area, not in Altus area, but in Altus proper, we've got the Museum of the Western Prairie, and then our other site in western Oklahoma will be up in um, Enid, the Cherokee Strip Regional Heritage Center. Those are just a few of our sites, but those encompass our western Oklahoma sites. So what kind of things do you do as, as the director? Um, you know what? I, I, um, you, may know, you may know a little bit about this, of, uh, of running things, but I field a lot of complaints uh, most, most days. Um, and I sit behind a desk and kind of um, um, go, well, I guess this is what I do. And I talk to – I joke, actually, but, uh, you know, I'm – I, I, I visit with the public a lot. I visit our sites quite often, Harold. I'm a, I'm a big fan and a big believer of, um, of being uh, boots on the ground or however you want to say it with, um, with my site directors and with our staffs out there. But, I, you know, I help guide our sites um, all across the state with um, fundraising decisions, uh, with programming decisions, and um, – you know, help them also with anything that <clears throat> that changes legislatively or within our own agency. I make sure I disseminate all that information out to our sites. Well, that uh, that's a big job, I would think. Uh, it's a big job, yeah. Especially right now, you know, at Harold, as you know, uh, during session, uh, we've got new information coming out of the out of the Capitol uh, 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 across the street, um, minute by minute, and so. We, you know, <clears throat> part of my job is is watching all of those those bills that are coming through and and um, and seeing if you know if there's anybody I can go talk to and visit with at the Capitol and and uh, help promote help promote the agency's cause. Well, you know, Oklahoma has a very unique and fascinating history and and these sites that you've just talked about. Uh, how would our listeners uh, find out more about? You know, going and visiting them. Is there a website that we can go to, Oklahoma Historical oh, yes. Society? Or? Yes, absolutely, Les. So, you know, our site 
just to plug, they range from um, pre-contact, pre-Columbian sites down in southeast Oklahoma at Spiro Mounds, all the way to, you know, the heyday of Route 66, like we talked about. All of that information is found on okhistory.org. That is our agency's website. And there's a tab there that says museums and sites, and that will give you a list of um, all of our historic sites across the state. And uh, with spring break coming up, you all, I, it's a great time to, um, to start exploring some of our really vast and varied history. Well, I noticed there was something on the Historical Society uh, that I've been looking at called the Gateway, and uh, it's like archived all the newspapers all over the state since time began, I guess. Gateway is an incredible, you know, I, I I don't think enough people know about the Gateway to Oklahoma history. It's an invaluable resource uh, for anybody. Um, you know, I've, I, I'm, I've typed my name in the Gateway a few times because, well, number one, I'm a narcissist. And number two, it's just interesting to know uh, if anything's been archived about me over the years. And um, I've, I've been able to find some great family photos and articles and things like that. But um yeah, a great place to start with the gateway is, you know, if you're in Weatherford, typing in Weatherford, Oklahoma, and, and see what pops up. It's a it's a really incredible resource. You know, that's how they found the information about the Cottonwood Band that played at the Capitol building. We were able to verify that from a story in the Daily Oklahoman written in 1917. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Find that information mm-hmm. and go back and, and research oh, yeah. it. Big, big, important research. So we're going to take a quick break, Shantry. When we come back, I'd like to talk a little bit about what you've been doing. You worked with uh, the, I think, the Hoverholster Mansion. Some. Uh, that's correct. So yeah, yeah. I want to, that that's an interesting place. Uh, so I. Yes, it is. I want to talk about that when we come back. So okay, you're great. You're listening to the right time on uh, KCLI. Our guest on the program today, Shantry Banks. Shantry Banks is head of museums and historic sites uh, for the Oklahoma Historical Society. Friends, I would like to invite you to join us at the Davis Angus Value Genetics Bull and Female Sale on Saturday, March 2nd at 12.30 p.m., where you can get better beef bulls at an affordable price, selling 90-yearling and 18-month-old bulls and 30 commercial bred heifers and first calf heifer pairs. The bulls have been DNA tested, ultrasound tested, and been tested for feed efficiency on the GrowSafe system. Please join us on Saturday, March 2nd at 12:30 p.m. on County Road 2150 near Burns Flat, Oklahoma. You can get more information at davisangus.com or go to Facebook and search Davis Angus. It's time to tax like a champ with help from your local pros at H&R Block. Block guarantees 100% accuracy and your max refund or your money back. Plus, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. Walk in or make an appointment to see for yourself why it's better with Block. This is Ryan Willis in Weatherford. Tanya Willis of Clinton. And Carissa Willis in Elk City. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitation supply. CHRblock.com slash guarantees. The Binger Nursing and Rehabilitation Care Facility offers skilled nursing in a quiet setting of a small town. We pride ourselves with positive attitudes, and you can rest assured your loved one is receiving the most loving care possible. We offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy and a wide range of planned activities on and off-site. 
Come join us for a tour of our facility at Binger Nursing and Rehabilitation. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area, according to government sources. Binger Nursing Facility, the place for someone you love. Janning Welding and Supply in Elk City is your full-line fabrication shop getting the job done right for more than 25 years. They are your one-stop shop prefer dealer. They also carry portable welders with 10,000-watt AC generators built into it. If you don't need a welder, their champion generators come in various sizes from 2,000 to 12,000 watts. Some of the champion generators come in a dual fuel option. Janning Welding and Supply also carries FR clothing, muck steel toe, and regular toe, Twisted X, and Ariat boots year-round. Stop by Janning Welding, 918 North Van Buren in Elk City. At South Canadian Meats, we believe that quality food doesn't just start in the kitchen. All our meat is homegrown, born and raised on our farms to be the highest quality and the best tasting choice cuts imaginable. South Canadian Meats and Thomas has immediate openings for custom beef processing. As always, we have whole, half and quarter beef available to customize your cuts. Come see the South Canadian difference. You can find us on Facebook or feel free to visit us on SouthCanadianMeats.com. This is Trey Piercy with Piercy Angus Cattle. We as a family would like to invite you to our annual bull sale on Monday, March 4th at noon at our sale facility near Eakley, Oklahoma. We'll be offering 85 registered Angus bulls, which include 32-year-olds, 35 18-month-olds, and 20 yearlings. For more information or to request a sale book, you can call me at 405-545-0985 or visit us on Facebook or our website, PiercyAnguscattle.com. Here's Angus Cattle, where our family's goal is to add value to your operation. Honest, hardworking company installing reliable center pivots. Waterworks Irrigation takes the killer water electricity mix out of irrigation, offering simple pivots, easy to understand and maintain with constant smooth movement to eliminate gearbox damage due to constant start-stop cycles. With TNL, there's no need for an electrician on staff. Just a few simple wrenches and an unlimited free phone support will keep you up and running on your schedule. Find them on Facebook. Waterworks Irrigation, making rain reliable. On the program this morning, Chantry Banks, who's head of the uh, museums and the <coughs> historical sites in Oklahoma for the Oklahoma Historical Society. Uh, tell us where you were working before you got this job, Chantry. Chantry Banks, our guest. Yeah. Hey, thanks again, Harold uh, and Les. Yes. So prior to coming over here to the Historical Society, I was executive director of Preservation Oklahoma. Uh, It's a a statewide nonprofit dedicated to preserving the places where Oklahoma history lives. And one of those places where Oklahoma history lives is the uh, Henry and Anna Overholzer Mansion, located at 15th and Hudson here in Oklahoma City. Uh, we manage the house on behalf of the Historical Society, so the, the building and the, the land is still owned by the Oklahoma Historical Society, but uh, we contracted with them to to manage the property. Uh, if you've never been to the Overholzer Mansion, I, I hope you can join schedule a tour next time you're in Oklahoma City. It is a really one-of-a-kind, nineteen built in 1903, um, Victorian, late Victorian, Chateau-esque, um, French in style uh, uh, mansion. It's considered Oklahoma City's first mansion and was built by the, the man and the woman who many consider the uh, the uh, father and and mother of Oklahoma City, and that is Mr. Henry Overholzer and his wife, Anna. It is three stories of um, untouched 
uh, splendor from 1903. It's really an incredible building. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I had a place when I was in the legislature down in Midtown, and I would walk up, mm-hmm. you know, all the way up into Heritage Hills and walk by that. But I never did get a chance to go in. It was just, you know, because of timing and that type of thing. Sure. I would love it if you could if you could come visit us sometime up there, you all. It is I, just a little bit of, about the home and its and its long history. Obviously, we're looking at 120 years of Oklahoma history in this in this site. Uh, Henry and Anna had uh, one daughter uh, that then we had one child that lived to adulthood, and her name. Henry wanted an heir with his name, so her name was Henry Ione Overholzer. Uh, she married uh, David Perry, uh, who was good friends with a uh, former senator or Senator Mike Monroney. Uh, and she and uh, David Perry, uh, af- they inherited the home. They never had children, and so she died. When she died in 1959, Mr. Perry inherited the home, but he. Uh, at, at, by that point, had already built a, a second home um, in the Silver Lake edition of Oklahoma City, and so it really it, it's only been owned by one this one family in its entirety um, in its history, and um, we're, it, it's a really unique site, you all, because it is a building that has almost all of its original furnishings. Um, still in the house. And that's just not something you see very often uh, with historic house museums. And so it's a, it's a treasure and it's a, and it's a beauty. And uh, it was a real honor to, um, to call that place uh, my place of work for almost four years. Well, that area of Oklahoma city is just uh, unbelievable. And just to drive in that area and look at some of the older homes, but that one in particular just really stands out. Just really yeah. Absolutely. That area, Harold and Les, that's, that's the Heritage Hills neighborhood of Oklahoma City. And the interesting thing about Heritage Hills, uh, well, besides the many beautiful and unique homes that are there in Heritage Hills, that was the first um, historic district uh, named the historic district in Oklahoma City. And I think maybe, and I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think it might be the first historic district in the state. In the late 50s and early 60s, um, uh, development was encroaching on the uh, on the neighborhood and many really some really spectacular homes that were that lined 13th Street um, were torn down in the name of in the name of progress. And so concerned citizens um, got got together and created the first historic district for Oklahoma City, and we we're so fortunate that that they did. So, if somebody wants to see the old Holster House, where, when and where do they go on that? By the way, our guest on the program today is Chantry Banks, who's the head of the uh, Oklahoma History uh, Museums across the state, and we're proud of that. Uh, a, a product of Southwest Oklahoma State University. So, how do, when did that? When and how can they see the the mansion? Absolutely. So the the Henry and Anna Oberholzer Mansion is open Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, Tuesday through Thursday, tours are given on the hour uh, with reservations needed from at 10, 11, 12, 1, and 2. And uh, people uh, can call 405-525-5325 if they'd like to make a reservation. And on Fridays and Saturdays, we're open for drop. They're open for drop-in tours. From 10 to 3, no reservation or tour time required. And all of that information, uh, you all, can be found at overholstermansion.org. And that's also, then, is that under your purview now, this, since it's uh, under the, since the, 
Yeah, so uh, it's considered an affiliate site of the Oklahoma Historical Society. So I still work closely with the folks at Preservation Oklahoma in, uh, in making sure that, uh, that care is being taken uh, of the home. And, of course, they're an incredible organization, and they're doing great work over there. Well, I would suggest you look on your best iPhone or Android source, and it'll probably list Lake Overholzer or not. I say lake because there was a lake named after them as well. But the, the home is the Overholzer man- Mansion. Yes, 405 Northwest 15th Street is the uh, is the physical address. Very good. Hey, Shantry, we're out of time, but thanks for being on today. Uh, Harold, Les, what a pleasure. I, I couldn't be happier to visit with you all and um, and get to talk about something that I really love. So right. thank you so much. What I'd like to do, if it's possible, is maybe once a month or so, we could maybe or wonder if you're available occasionally to do a, a feature, a specific uh, site or museum and talk about oh, it. I- you give me a call, and I and I will be there when you need me. All right. Sounds good. Shantry, appreciate you being on the program today, and good luck in your new job. Thank you so much, Harold. Right. Great talking to you. We'll talk to you again soon. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.